Dear Lord, if it's not too much to ask, could you please send less wind and fewer turnips? The wind rattles the iron bars of my cage, making me shake like an old man at his prayers. As for the turnips, the good folk of Lanarkost should rather eat them than throw them at me. It would be better for all our souls. If father is ever king in more than name, I shall remember those turnips and the people who threw them. I have measured out the dimensions of my prison, and it is only four paces on each side. When I jump up, I can brush the ceiling with my fingertips, so I estimate the cage to be seven feet in height. The floor is of bare wood, with neither rug nor scattering of rushes to soften it. There are no furnishings, no chair, not even as much as a stool. There is no wash basin or cloth. One corner of the cage has been concealed behind a plain sackcloth curtain. Drawing the curtain aside, I find a crude privy that consists only of a bucket. I have been trying to persuade myself that this whole thing is a cruel joke, that soon the English will be satisfied with their cleverness and take me inside the priory where the monks live. However humble a cell they might prepare for me, at least it would be away from the prying eyes of the vengeful country folk of Lanarkost. Now night comes, one of those soupy October eves. My tormentors have gone away at last, to warm stew and warmer beds than I, of that I am certain. Through the moist air, I can hear the monks singing vespers, evening prayers, in the chapel behind the walls. Their voices are deep, and not very musical. I can't help wondering if any of them will bother to pray for me. Probably their king has forbidden it. By the main gate, a soldier stands just out of earshot. Even were he close enough to hear me, he would not answer. King Longshanks has commanded silence. The monks, too, have been forbidden speech with me. In fact, the only words I have heard all day have been insults from the crowd. Rebel, they yelled. Traitor. They shouted other words too, ones I had never heard before. I do not think I want to know what they mean. In fact, I can hardly think at all. All I seem to be able to do is lie here on the floor of the cage. My whole body is shaking, and my breath comes out in painful sobs. I do not want anyone to see me like this or to hear my crying, but there is nowhere to hide. Surely I do not deserve this. I never hurt a soul. All I ever wanted to do was to read and ride and hawk and dance and play in the gardens at Loch Maben. Why, only a few months ago, when father was crowned and I was a princess. How foolish I was then. I remember how I had kissed father and curtsied. My lord, I said, King Robert de Bru of Scotland. He had laughed, the skin crinkling up around his eyes. Father will do when we are alone, Marjorie. And now I lie in a cage, shivering like a wild beast. My clothes are filthy, my nose a waterfall, and my spirit, if not broken, is at least bent, like a reed in the troubling autumn wind. Dear Lord, 
Never mind the turnips. Do something about the wind.'